Welcome to the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, where we help you answer today's most important health and wellness question. Is your sleep making you tired? I'm your host, Tara Clancy. Join me each week for the stories, the science, and the solutions to help you banish counterfeit sleep and have more energy, increased productivity, and a reflection in the mirror you love. Go ahead and subscribe and you'll get each new episode as soon as it goes live. If your sleep is making you tired, it's time to change that and get back to being you. A high-performance workforce starts with high-performance sleep. Do you know how your workforce measures up? Find out today. Take the Sleep Performance Assessment. Learn more at hypersleep.com. That's H-I-P-E-R sleep.com. The Counterfeit Sleep Podcast live stream, Season 2, Episode 65. Today. We're talking about something many people do, but never think twice about, waking up to go to the bathroom. Is it a harmless habit, especially if you fall back asleep? Or is waking up to go a problem, period? In this episode of the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, we'll get into two client cases to answer this question and to show you the impact it has on performance and the bottom line. You'll learn what your habit of waking up to go is telling you about your sleep performance, and you'll get my recommendation as a high-performance sleep strategist on what to do tonight if you're waking up to go at night. Now, what's important to know is that people wake up for different reasons. They wake up to go for different reasons. So let's look at client number one. Chris. Chris wanted help because he was dealing with an afternoon slump. He was literally having trouble staying awake in the afternoon, and he was worried that he might nod off during a Zoom meeting. Ultimately, he was worried about his ability to continue leading his team at the level that he always had before. He said to me, I don't think I have a sleep problem. It's the anxiety that's killing me. I wake up to go to the bathroom, but then I cannot fall back asleep because I'm worried about how I'm going to lead my team. Maybe I just need some anxiety medication. So we did our assessment and one key piece of the puzzle emerged. You see, Chris was a runner. And he always drank a 16-ounce electrolyte drink after his run. And the important thing was that the timing of his run had changed. He used to be an early morning runner, but he had switched his run to a late evening time when he transitioned to working from home, like so many of us did. So I asked him, well, how long have you been dealing with this afternoon slump and this anxiety? He thought for a minute and he said, you know, it's pretty much since I started working from home. So what was going on? What was it that had changed? Was, Was it that he was working from home and feeling distanced from his team and, you know, having feelings of anxiety over it? 
Or was it something else at work? Well, if we go back to that, that, that uh, electrolyte drink, Chris was drinking that 16-ounce beverage, and then he was going to bed within an hour or so. So, of course, he was going to wake up to go because he was going to, going to bed with a bladder that was already filling up. So, I gave him a simple strategy. And I said, you know, do the run at an earlier time and have that electrolyte drink three hours before going to bed. So Chris made that change. And of course, he didn't wake up and he powered through his afternoon meetings just like he used to. And of course, his confidence and his ability to lead his team was restored. And I'll never forget the look on his face when he said, I guess I don't need anxiety medication, huh? he didn't. So as it turns out, Chris really had just more of a a sleep hygiene problem. And once we cleaned up his habits, the problem resolved itself, which was awesome. But sometimes the problem of waking up to go is more complicated. A high-performance workforce starts with high-performance sleep. Do you know how your workforce measures up? Find out today. Take the Sleep Performance Assessment. Learn more at hypersleep.com. That's H-I-P-E-R sleep.com. And that's when we get into client case number two. Pete was dealing with brain fog and his productivity was really taking a hit. And it was getting worse, which is how he and I got to talking. So when I asked him if he wakes up to go, This is what he said. I do, but I fall back asleep, so it's not a problem. And I can't tell you how many people have said that to me. As long as I fall back asleep, I'm okay. But the truth is, waking up to go is always a problem. And that's because when you're sleeping, your brain is repairing and recharging. And so if your brain is interrupted while it's doing its work, then your brain is not as repaired and recharged as it should be. And you feel it the next day. Like Chris, it was an afternoon slump. For Pete, it was showing up as brain fog. It can show up in a variety of ways. You can think of it like a cell phone. You know how you put your cell phone on the charger at night so that you wake up in the morning and you have a full battery? But what happens when you forget to put your phone on the charger? Before you know it, that phone is in low power mode. And the capacity, the potential is still there, but you just can't access it because the power is not available. And that's what it's like when your sleep gets interrupted. So what did I ask Pete to do? Well, I asked him to stop drinking liquids for three hours before bed and to do this for three consecutive nights. So he did that. And guess what? He was still waking up to go. So that meant that his problem was not like Chris's. Pete was not dealing with a problem that was related to sleep hygiene. The important thing we had to do was to figure that out And once we knew it was not a sleep hygiene problem, then we had to advance to the next level of solutions. So what should you do 
If you find that you're waking up to go at night, what is the best thing to do? Well, first and foremost, if you wake up to go, don't accept it as normal. It's not. And the consequences are serious. So the second thing is you need to find out if your problem is like Chris's or Pete's. And how do you do that? Take the three-day challenge. And that is simply stop drinking liquid three hours um, you know, before you're going to bed and do that for three days in a row. And if by that fourth day, you are not waking up to go anymore, problem solved, just like Chris. But if you do take the three-day challenge and you are still waking up to go, like Pete, then listen to episode four of the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, The Nighttime Urination Controversy. When you listen to that episode, you'll get the insider scoop on what's really going on and what you can do about it. And if you don't have time to waste and you need targeted solutions now, then take the sleep performance assessment. It's simple, it's quick, and it's a game changer. A high-performance workforce starts with high-performance sleep. Do you know how your workforce measures up? Find out today. Take the sleep performance assessment. Learn more at hypersleep.com. That's H-I-P-E-R sleep.com. That ends this episode of the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, where we help you answer today's most important health and wellness question, Is your sleep making you tired? Follow us to get the stories, the science, and the solutions to help you take your counterfeit sleep journey. And leave us a review to help other people find us. Thank you. And remember, if your sleep is making you tired, it's time to change that and get back to being you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.